My name is Peter Baboulas, owner and founder of 302 Fitness. You're listening to the 302 Fitness Podcast, where myself, along with my guests, discuss trendy and often controversial topics within the fitness industry. This podcast is brought to you by 302fitness.ca. If you want to achieve your health and fitness goals, be sure to head over to 302fitness.ca and reach out today. Join the 302 Fitness community and get started on something great. While you're checking out 302fitness.ca, be sure to download my absolutely free upper body mobility guide available on the shop page. If you're struggling with shoulder, chest, or back mobility issues, this is the exact guide for you. With over a dozen upper body mobilizations and exercises, written and verbal descriptions of each exercise, as well as mobility programming, it is the perfect foolproof way for you to improve your mobility and general fitness levels. Before you listen to this episode of the 302 Fitness Podcast, I'm asking everyone here to leave me a five-star review and please share this podcast with at least one friend. Thanks so much and enjoy the episode. Okay, we're here to talk about protein. Protein is a macronutrient that is essential for our bodies to function properly. It is made up of small building blocks called amino acids. There are 20 amino acids, nine of them being essential, meaning you need to get them from your diet and your body cannot produce them on its own. Amino acids are also linked together in long chains. These chains are called peptides. Protein is important for many functions in our bodies, including the growth and repair of cells, the production of enzymes and hormones, and the maintenance of our immune system. It is especially important for building and maintaining muscle mass. There are different types of proteins that we get from our diet, including animal-based proteins like meat, fish, and eggs, as well as plant-based proteins like beans, nuts, and seeds. Each of these sources of protein provides our body with a different combination of amino acids. To note, animal-based protein is vastly higher quality than plant-based protein. Higher quality meaning it is more bioavailable, has a vastly higher percentage of amino acids per unit volume relative to plant-based protein, and animal protein typically has less calories per the amount of protein. Now, if you're listening to this, you might be asking yourself, what is an optimal amount of protein to consume? Glad you asked. Well, keep in mind that the term optimal is not the recommended daily allowance, or RDA for short. The RDA is the minimum amount of protein you require daily to meet your basic nutritional requirements. In layman's terms, it is the amount of protein you require to prevent yourself from becoming ill and dying. The RDA for protein is a very modest 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. This means for a 150-pound person, they would require just 54 grams of protein per day to meet their daily recommended allowance. Here's a fun fact for you guys and gals. After the age of 30, people on average lose 3 to 5% of their muscle mass every single year. This is definitely not to say that one cannot build muscle, even well into their 60s and 70s. It is to say that consuming an optimal amount of protein ensures that you're maintaining and even building muscle as you age. So you also might be asking yourself, well, what is an optimal amount of protein? Glad you asked. An optimal amount of protein should be somewhere between 1.8 grams and 2.2 grams per kilogram of lean body mass. Lean body mass is the weight of your body minus fat mass. Or, for more simplicity, you can simply do 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. This is a good metric if you're not fairly overweight or obese. People that consume higher protein diets have more lean body mass, skeletal muscle, and better health outcomes and health markers than people that don't. It is in your benefit to consume a high protein diet. 
Now, before you shut this off and crush an entire chicken to yourself, note this. Consuming a moderate or high-protein diet is quite the adjustment if you're not used to it. Protein is the most satiating macronutrient, and typical meals that people consume aren't protein-based or centered around sources of protein. Further, consuming a high-protein diet requires planning and prepping, as sources of protein typically have to be cooked or prepped in some capacity. If you're newer to a high-protein diet, here are some quick tips and tricks that make the transition process a little bit easier. Number one, have ready-to-go protein sources on hand at all times. This includes things like Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, or whey protein powder. Number two, prep multiple pieces of protein on a single day and have them for the week. For example, you can cook four to six pieces of chicken breast on a Sunday afternoon and have them for the upcoming work week. Lastly, and most importantly, this way of eating has many habits and behaviors associated with it. When you're trying to eat this way, you should really be working with a professional trainer to ensure your success. There are many difficulties that will present themselves along the way, and you need to know how to adjust accordingly. Also to note, I am not a medical professional, and this podcast is not medical advice. All decisions as to what to eat should be made with the instruction of a medical professional or based on one's own personal decisions. Well, boys, girls, everything in between. After all, it's 2023. That's everything you need to know about protein in about 5 or 10 minutes. I appreciate all of you listening more than you know, and I'm working around the clock to produce informative, sustainable, and helpful content for all of you. Goodbye for now. 